0: In this podcast series, we will explore all aspects of finding, applying for and succeeding in an apprenticeship through talking to experts and current apprentices from a variety of industries. We will help you explore your future apprenticeship options.
1: In this episode, I spoke to Jordan, who is a wind turbine technician apprentice for Siemens Gamesa. Jordan spoke about his passion for engineering as well as the type of work he gets up to when working on offshore wind turbines. As with all our conversations in this series, our interviews are recorded remotely so you might hear some background, office and working from home noises. Jordan's interview is one of the first ones that we recorded and unfortunately the sound quality does vary. We hope that you still enjoy Jordan's interview. Don't forget to check out the Take Your Place resource website at takeyourplace.ac.uk slash resources for more university and apprenticeship information. I'm joined today by Jordan, who is currently in his third year of doing an engineering apprenticeship with Siemens. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jordan. Could you start by telling me about your position and what you're currently working on?
2: Hello, so I'm Jordan, I'm 19 years old and I work for Siemens Gamesa Renewable Energy. I am an offshore wind turbine technician apprentice and on the daily I do different tasks to keep uh, wind turbines spinning and therefore generating electricity. On the daily I maintain, fix and retrofit different parts of wind turbines to keep them running and therefore generating electricity. From the entirety of the four year long apprenticeship there's three main qualifications which you obtain being a level two in mechatronic engineering and a level two in three diploma in advanced manufacturing engineering NVQ. There are two main placement points, first half being in college where I obtained my first two qualifications doing practical and theory-based learning. And then from the point I'm at now, I travel out to wind turbines on the daily to assist in the maintenance and setup of the wind turbines whilst obtaining evidence for the last Level 3 of my MVQ. Brilliant.
1: That sounds great. Thank you so much. I'd only ever heard of Siemens as a phone company and had no idea they covered so many different industries. Could you tell us a little bit about Siemens Renewable Energy
2: Branch? So yeah, as you may be aware, Siemens is an absolutely ginormous company provide business in terms of construction, scientific research to myself there is Siemens Gamesa Renewable Energy which is a collaboration of Siemens and another company called Gamesa Hence the name Siemens Gamesa. Renewable Energy is one of the largest manufacturers of wind turbines across the planet who install as well as maintain for various customers we provide. As a Siemens Gamesa employee my job involves travelling to wind turbines out in the North Sea specifically for myself via either a boat or a helicopter. Once offshore we conduct three main types of work in aim to keep the wind turbine spinning and generating electricity for our customers. So there are three main types of work conducted, these being annual service. The first, which is like uh, your annual service, which you do every year on your car, which is things such as checking conditioner components, filling up greases and lubricants, as well as ensuring all safety features are functional and present for the technicians when they're working and much more. The second type of work we conduct is retrofits, which are aimed to keep the wind turbine as up-to-date and possible, and therefore keeping it operating to a higher standard as we can. This involves installing newer state-of-the-art equipment to remove older parts to keep the turbines more relevant and up-to-date which could be as simple as just installing a safety guard for the safety of technicians or entirely installing a new state-of-the-art generator or other sort of components which we can use. And the last form of work is troubleshooting, which involves finding the cause of a problem found within the control room back on land and identifying the cause and then rectifying it this could be any sort of component which has caused damage to the turbine which we'd have to go out find specifically the problem maybe bring a replacement component to replace it and then get the turbine functional in any way we can within Norfolk and Suffolk there's been a huge rise in renewable energy over the past decade these being East Anglia 1, Greater Gabbard, Sherham Shoal as well as Dudgeon. Due to being at the North Sea there is a plenty of space available in the ocean where there is plenty of open air which is ideal for wind turbines themselves.
1: Brilliant. So let's go back a little bit. Could you tell us about how you first became interested in doing an apprenticeship and what was your route from GCSEs through to your current position now?
2: So, ever since I was a young age, I've always experienced a large engineering influence primarily from my family. My father's been working in the oil and gas industry for over 30 years, as well as my brother has started not too long ago and has been in the same industry for about five years. Listening to their works, I always had me asking questions and intrigued by the works they do and aims hopefully for one day myself to do similar work, provide a cleaner environment for the world and also helping people with the electricity-based problem. In terms of being a student, I went to Sir John Lehman High School Beckles just over five years ago, and I always found physical-based subjects of a hands-on approach to learning was perfect for me. I thoroughly enjoyed subjects such as resistant materials, where I could use my hands and solve different problems and tasks. And then, after I finished school, I then went to Lowestoft College, which is now called East Coast College, and studied a Level 2 Electrical Engineering course, as I was always intrigued with how electricity can be used in an engineering-based environment. From this time, I learned lots and enjoyed my time, which reinforced the engineering path for myself, which meant it was ideal for the path i wanted to take whilst i was at college there was a huge push for apprenticeships and a large amount of support were given to students in terms of applying as well as visits to businesses from time to time different firms would come in on open days to tell students what they were about and the opportunities within their firms from seeing different energy-based firms on such open days and being highly interested in such path which further reinforced the ideas of my future.
1: That's great. So it sounds like you had a real kind of drive from quite a young age. Would you say that's due to kind of your family connections? It Was that a real kind of influence? Yes, my family have
2: led to a massive influence of what I've wanted to do over the time with, with my life. Obviously, I've been highly interested in what they've done from a young age.
1: And it must be so useful having someone like your dad or your brother who you can ask questions about apprenticeships and how they work and they'll have that knowledge because they've been through it
2: absolutely yeah they were both in my shoes at one stage in their life so they've been through the different experiences faced all the similar problems which i faced in terms of finding
1: jobs and so on when you started applying for this apprenticeship where did you look and what types of questions did you have to answer in the actual application
2: once, once I decided that I wanted to go down the renewable engineering path, I set out to research and find as many different businesses as I could. From the age of 16, I began to obviously apply for different jobs, which I was interested in, which I'd seen advertised on the government.uk website. From my own online search and simply by looking on the internet at different energy-based apprenticeships, as well as firms I'd previously seen at open days at college at school. After seeing a few different businesses that I was potentially interested in in a career path, I applied for such companies where I was fortunate enough to get through the application phase in businesses such as EDF, BT... Eon and obviously Siemens themselves in which I was invited for a formal interview I was offered four apprenticeships luckily at the end of the phases which I was highly interested in and what I said to people is if you can always apply for as many as you can you put one bit of effort in and it'll set you up for life basically you can choose where you'd like to work for it may take a little bit of time out of your social life at a young age but once it's done it's done in terms of applying for different jobs it is just as simple as submitting my CV with what GCSE grades I'd achieved when I was back at school, as well as my college qualifications, which I achieved from my level two electrical engineering.
1: Great. Let's move on to the interview process. You obviously did your application and they liked what they saw and they invited you to an interview. How did that whole process work? How did you find it? So in terms of my
2: Siemens application, there was a few distinct
1: phases in which you completed
2: an aims to achieve a goal. After I was fortunate enough to get through the application phase, I was asked to complete a few simple online tests. These involved very basic maths questions, much simpler than when you were completing your GCSEs, and a few logical thinking questions to see how you would approach different problems and concepts and sort of what ideas you had if you achieved a reasonable score in such tests you were invited up to Newcastle names aims of a formal interview and learning about the business a bit more. Siemens would cover any expenses in terms of travel, hotel, food, so that everyone could arrive in Newcastle and therefore partake in the next stage of the process. This stage would take part in St. James's Park, the Newcastle football ground, where different things would take place. Firstly, a team building exercise took place for myself, where applicants would all get together so we could get to know each other a little bit more and solve a logical thinking puzzle together. Then we also had two year four apprentices, similar to myself now, who basically told everyone their experience, what they'd been through, and that sort of reinforced the ideas of all the applicants there, sort of what what they'd be looking for if they were successful enough for the job and what they could be achieving. We then were invited to a distinct lunch with Siemens and the other applicants, which we could get to know each other a bit more, ask any specific questions we had, get to know them in further details before we went for our final interview. After the lunch, we then went for our final interview, which was within one of the private boxes in the football grounds, which was looking over the stadium, which is quite a sight. And they asked a few generic based questions which you'd get at any sort of interview, such as what do you know about our company? Why do you want to work for us, and why should we pick you from the other applicants? There was also a few specific-based questions, which were regarding the job role itself, such as, do you know how a wind turbine works in small detail? What do you think your day-to-day job would involve? After five days from the interview, I luckily received a phone call from one of the employees who conducted the interview and told me that I was fortunate enough to get offered a job. If you are lucky enough and you put in the good effort, one last stage takes place after that, where you're invited to one of the Siemens training centres for a assessment. There's many different training centres available local to yourself where simply you just have to prove you can work at heights. You'd climb up a small tower. If you have a phobia of heights of some sort, it wouldn't be overly suitable to go offshore and climb up a tower every day.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about what you would do in a typical week, the things that you'd get up to, some of the exciting new activities when you first started that you can really remember?
2: In the current stage I'm in, where I'm no longer studying in college up in Newcastle, I'm back working at site. There's many sort of different things we could do on the daily depending on how the weather is like i'll either take a helicopter out or via a boat to transfer to one of the turbines where for myself east anglia one there is about an hour and a half sail time on a boat or about 15 to 20 minutes or a helicopter to get to any sort of wind turbine in the field once we are up there i could be checking the condition of different components we have to check that all the components are correctly aligned within the generator and the other parts of the turbine if i was going to do a troubleshooting task we would be me and two other techs would be informed in the morning that sort of a briefing in the morning saying what went wrong with the turbine, when it stopped working, and a few sort of symptoms. We would then go up, test a few different things, obviously with experience and help from support, which we have access to via a telephone on the wind turbine itself. And after finding the root cause of the issue, we'll then try to rectify it as best as we can on the day, aims to get the turbine generating electricity once again.
1: Brilliant. So very different to sat in a classroom as you would be during GCSEs then. Do you have any top tips for anyone going to do an interview in engineering?
2: The first and what I say the most important thing is make sure you've done your research as much as you can regarding the company you're applying for as well as the job role. The way I look at it, as I've previously said, if you put a good level of effort into an interview, you'll only ever have to do it once and it'll pay off for the rest of your life. So make sure you know sort of what you'd be doing on the day to day with the job role which you're applying for, the history kind of within the company itself, what sort of work and support they offer to other people. The best talking point, which from my personal experience is use any sort of experiences you've previously done basically. Any sort of engineering based subject or whatever subject relevant to the job you're applying for goes a long way in an interview itself shows how keen you are to the subject relating the job. So for myself personally, while I was studying my electrical engineering course, we had an additional subject where we all worked sort of as a team building exercise. We all agreed upon making a go-kart, which we worked on. So once I we completed the go-kart, I took a few pictures, and so I brought them to the interview process when I was applying for Siemens. I uh, showed them to the two interviewers themselves. Who were absolutely blown away with what me and the other team had built and worked together upon and they could clearly see from that experience that I had a keen interest in engineering. So
1: if you have any sort of experience in the subject you're applying for, bring it up. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jordan. It's been really interesting and your answers have given so much information that will be really useful. My last question is, what are some of the best things that you've had the chance to do or learn through your apprenticeship?
2: So firstly thank you so much for having me I think it's uh, great that students and other similar people can see the different options available to them after school and what they can aim for further down the line. One of the most exciting things I've experienced so far is being around for the announcement of the East Anglia 1 wind farm and seeing it from start to finish and being a part of this process. The main great thing about working in renewable energy in my opinion is that you get to develop so much knowledge and skills you help so many different people out whilst being great for the environment so it's a win-win in my books. My favorite thing so far about the apprenticeship is the pay factor being able to learn and obtain new qualifications whilst being paid a salary is something you can't experience from any other form of work i think everyone should be considering an apprenticeship personally after studying they're such a great way to learn whilst being included in a business apprenticeships are available for almost every job category nowadays and not just specific to renewable energy if you love the sound of earning whilst learning then an apprenticeship is perfect in my
1: opinion brilliant that's great thank you so much for joining us jordan
0: Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our future podcasts at soundcloud.com takeyourplace or on your favourite podcasting app. You can also find us on Instagram where we are at takeyourplace underscore HE, on Twitter at takeyourplaceHE and on Facebook at facebook.com slash takeyourplaceHE. You can also email us with any questions, requests or just to let us know what you think on info at takeyourplace.ac.uk.